on today's show an exclusive look at day one of Lunch Club's new chief marketing officer. Let's get right into it on this authentic avenue. Lunch Club is a self-pronounced AI super connector, allowing like-minded professionals all over the world to connect virtually and network on the things that they are passionate about. It makes sense then that their brand new chief marketing officer as of today, that's right, this is day one, is Chelsea Macklin. Chelsea, who came from Bumble, was previously a vice president there, has been working with Lunch Club a little bit behind the scenes, but today she steps into the post as their lead storyteller and with me talks all about what that means what sort of experience she carries over from bumble her views on authenticity of course and we go a little bit into how lunch club works the way in which they bring people together with this matching algorithm will be familiar to anybody who's been dating via apps over the last few years and i think it's a really clever way to bring people together especially in our increasingly remote world in the business world. I've been on the platform a little while myself, and I'll also include a link in the show notes today as to how you can join Lunch Club. But for now, let's hear from the person who will be driving that brand forward from inside the club. Sit back with me, relax, maybe think about how you can network a little more creatively, and listen in as I get real with Lunch Club and their new CMO on day one, Chelsea Macklin. Chelsea, thank you so much for joining us on day one. How is it and how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me today. I was lucky in that a few weeks ago, I think coincidentally, somebody at Lunch Club wrote me, you know, we don't normally invite people, but we're inviting you just to try it out. And I was like, oh, I feel awfully special. That's great. Uh, Try it out. And so I've been doing it. I've had a couple of meetings. A couple have been, a couple have worked. A couple haven't, but that's all right. I'm networking, which is what Lunch Club is all about. And the way in which it happens is particularly interesting. I'm going to talk about all of that today, especially for listeners who don't know what Lunch Club is yet. Hopefully they will learn as we go on via your storytelling abilities. But first, why don't you tell me how you got here? Did they knock on your door? I mean, you were just at Bumble. My God. So you know all about matching people and networking in one capacity. What about the professional pull brought you to Lunch Club? (laughs) That's a good question. So... I've always been interested in sort of the intersection of three different things. One is human connection. One is cutting edge technology and trends. And the last is how those two can work together to drive social progress or social impact. So I was connected with Vlad, the CEO and founder of Lunch Club last fall. And we started to have some really interesting conversations, really, really interesting conversations. Uh, and I got really, really excited about the prospect of working with Vlad, who is absolutely brilliant, his incredible team, and working towards sort of a perfect match of those three interests of mine and passions of mine with a like-minded founder and team and incredible product. Um, so we started working together in a consulting capacity just about two months ago now. And I've been advising and consulting sort of early and mid-stage tech companies for a while now, but this was just sort of a perfect fit and not to make a a matchmaking fun, but I- I was gonna, the way I was gonna ask the question first, which is like, how'd you find your match? But I figured, nah, uh, it'll come up. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So 
so yeah, uh, and just by way of introduction, I, I um, have always been in consumer-oriented tech and mostly experienced with, with supporting communities of women, but also all sorts of folks. I live in Austin, Texas with my partner, Wilson, and my two-year-old Quinn and two dogs and three chickens. Three chickens? And three chickens, yeah. So how do the dogs and the chickens interact? They just, yeah, it's got oh, like a big backyard yeah. that are all just like, are they outside dogs? Like, how does that work? Are they inside right. chickens? I guess that's another thing. They're they're in their coop. Yeah, they're they're okay. inside chickens and outdoor dogs. Uh, Wait, what? Hold on a minute. I Go back. It sounds like you said they were inside chickens. I've never heard of that. Inside their coop. Oh, oh, Not oh, God. Out. I was thinking like, all right. What? I was like, what the heck is going down there in Austin? Okay. <laughs> this feels crazy. Um, no, no. I, but actually, the chickens are lovely. And I do have some friends who have them as house pets. And they have their own little personalities. I so, would but- not have guessed that. But I'm learning something here about you <laughs> as well as the uh, the new opportunity at hand. Well, that's uh, that's good. And hey, by the way, you know, I was thinking about this as I've gone through Lunch Club and 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 listeners, hopefully, you know, at some point you'll either get on the platform yourself or be invited or, or connect via it. It's actually a really nice bridge for you coming from Bumble because it was all about, right? Well, I mean, the, the main thing about Bumble is that the, the ladies reach out first and you put in the power in their hand to make the connection or choose the connection. And that's something which is obviously needed in the professional world as well from the aspect of uh of equality of opportunity of the ability to 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 make those connections so it sounds like you'll be able to do something similar there which is needed yeah i mean i sure hope so i I, as i've shared with you i think traditional networking has always been limited it's been limited by geography by socioeconomic status, by age, by race, by ethnicity. And Lunch Club has an opportunity to break down those barriers, drive new conversations, new partnerships, new hires, give people access to community, access to opportunity, access to inspiration, and especially coming out of COVID, just access to connection. So many of us are or have been extremely lonely. There's so much research around the rising epidemic of loneliness. And I see Lunch Club as a way to help across all of those different points. And it's not bad Um, that there's also an, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Chelsea. I was just going to say, you know, we're still in early stages, but the platform is making enormous impact already. So you've, you've tried Lunch Club, you know, you join, you sign up, you Tell us a little bit about your objectives and your goals. And then the AI does its magic and you meet with someone or you meet with some people. And there's already a ton of incredible member stories from meeting the right person, Um, whether it's finding their first business partner or making an incredible new partnership, some fundraising, new businesses, um, something that we just did, which I'm really excited about is just a simple update to the landing page. So if you're first signing in for Lunch Club, you can see all of these wonderful success stories um, from folks that have used Lunch Club for all sorts of purposes. And I'm going to ask about those stories in just a second, because once you do sign in, it is very much currently focused on the match. 
who are you meeting, when are you meeting them? And there's also this network score, which I think is quite interesting. I almost at first attributed it to a credit score, and I was like, no, because that implies you could have bad credit and a bad network. And there's not really a bad network, just an underdeveloped one. But it gives mm-hmm. you the opportunity as you meet with new people and as you commit to those meetings, which is another point of Lunch Club, which I thought has been has been interesting or, or certainly a question mark, how to improve the your the the way that your network is portrayed simply by meeting new people, which is not the easiest to do if you are, even if you're in an office right now at like one organization, right? It becomes very insular. There's not too much opportunity outside of these like broad networking events that, oh, do I want to really trudge out at, you know, Wednesday at six o'clock to go and meet somebody? Maybe, maybe not, especially if you're in a distributed workforce, but, um, you know, that becoming easier in this I don't want to say gamified because that's such a such a crazy word. Everybody can be gamifying anything, but in a way that is like improving your scores of community is, is a nice way to to do that without coming off as burdensome. And these stories result. So I'll ask about those in a second. But you're so you're in the seat today. All right, again, today is day one. Listeners, if you are tuning into this on Wednesday, May the 19th. This has just been announced. Chelsea is the CMO of Lunch Club as of today. So you've been consulting there for two months, but now that you're officially public and you're out there, what's the first order of business? Mm, Good question. So four core goals right now. The first one is to innovate and transform the community and provide an incredible member experience, both online and offline. So we'll come back to that offline piece in a minute. The second goal is to build a world-class brand that lives up to the purpose and the value and the connections that we're promising. The third is to accelerate growth and importantly, that first-class experience and world-class brand are critical to accelerating growth, Um, especially around supporting the brand champions that already exist within the platform. And then lastly, build a world-class team. Uh, we're, we're really small and mighty right now. Uh, there's two of us full-time, but as new CMO, I'm super excited to build on the strong foundation, 15x growth in this last year. And 15x, bring on- my God. Yeah. Um, bring on some amazing talent. I mean, I certainly hope so. You got to do something to, to harness that growth and keep it going. Shoot. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that even though that you, your team might not go from two to 30 in a given year, I mean, I'm sure that'd be awesome for you as an opportunity, but, uh, you know, this, this user base, because of that, my guess is that you have seen, even in the last two months, the stories that are being told in terms of quantity of them have exponentially increased. That's just my bet based on, you know, any rate of acceleration that's reasonable here. So let's go into those stories for a moment, because I, for instance, have been here on this platform for two weeks. Three out of the five meetings actually happened. Shouts out to, to Grayson and two Ryans, actually, who I met, uh, who were great chats and one of whom I'll have more conversations with. But it sounds like from that login page, from your experience, there are some that are far beyond the, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. Maybe I'll talk to you again. Funding, uh, new partnerships, charitable efforts. What have been some of your favorites in terms of stories that have resulted from connections sparked on the Lunch Club platform so far? Good question. There's so many. I might have to follow up with you and send you even more, but I'll tell you a few of my favorites. Uh, just last week, I interviewed Jessica Alderson, 
I hope she doesn't mind me sharing her name. I'll double check with her after this. But she just recently started in the last year a new app called SoSynced that's based on your personality type and matches you for dates. And she just got her first million dollar check from her lead investor. And they are, her and her sister are co-founders and they're building this product based on a need that they both personally experienced, but also saw in the world. And that folks were craving deeper, more meaningful connections. And I loved that because there's obviously some similarities uh, from from Lunch Club's perspective in terms of helping people make really meaningful connections and at least have wonderful conversations that can open your mind to new and different things. So if I can ask for a little bit of detail, these founders met somebody who wrote them a check on Lunch Club that they just randomly matched via the algorithm, via the AI that works in the background. They got together and they hit it off so well that a million dollar check was signed. I mean, my God, that seems like crazy opportunity. Yes, that's right. We're so excited for Jessica and her sister. Wow. So there are obviously stories like that. Now, I would love for them to happen every day. My guess is it doesn't happen every day. But you mentioned there are other things too. People who are just coming together to form businesses or new ventures. And then obviously we talked a little bit before this. Talk to me about the charitable efforts and, the, and, and feeding people. I thought that was interesting too. Yeah, so I actually haven't interviewed these two folks yet, but I'm really looking forward to it. Um, We actually had two people meet on Lunch Club who ended up having hours and hours and hours of conversation who essentially accelerated a nonprofit to give out more than 15,000 meals across Africa. Uh, So there's lots of conversations and lots of meaningful connections that are happening like this on Lunch Club. And like I said, Definitely across sort of the new opportunity space, but also in terms of creating new value for the world. And that's another reason I got so excited about Lunch Club, because I think a lot of times you hear about AI as value extraction. Um, And this is really about value creation. So helping you find that needle in a haystack connection that you might never have the opportunity to connect with across the world or sitting next to you in a coffee shop, but you never you never meet, you know. And pairing you based on your goals, your values, your objectives, your interests, and helping you have a conversation that could create something really new and something really important. And that value creation aspect, I think, really differentiates Lunch Club from the current social media landscape. That and the fact that actually when it was at its very early stages, Lunch Club was a, a platform that helps you make offline connections. So before this virtual meeting world that we've entered in the last 12 months, Lunch Club actually paired you with someone that you would truly go out to lunch with. And so really unique to see a platform, a social platform, incentivize people to go spend time in person together. And that's another element that was really attractive to me about Lunch Club. Once you do interview that person, by the way, who is managing to feed all of these people in Africa, I'll introduce them to the CMO Feeding America, who I'm not sure if you've met her name's Kathy Davis. She's been on this show before. She knows me well, and hopefully she'll know these folks well as well. But those stories, 
I can't wait to have you keep telling them. And you mentioned that you're going to interview these people. That implies there's a strategy in the background churning in your head, a content strategy to make sure that these stories of the club rise to the top. Now, I cannot proceed in this interview without doing the thing that I always do, which is to talk about what that means in terms of brand authenticity. Sometimes I ask people what the, how they define the word. I think for this conversation, I'd like to ask how you think about being authentic when it comes to connecting with somebody in the professional world. Here's why. At Bumble, there is a clear motivation on either side in making a connection. You are seeking you know, personal satisfaction, relationships, emotional bonding, that sort of thing. In the professional world, there are so many more motivations. I mean, even on the Lunch Club platform, you can select, what are you just trying to do? You're just trying to meet some interesting people? Are you trying to find new partners? Are you trying to invest? Are you trying to sell something? There are so many different motivators. How do you authentically combine them to create more of these wonderful stories? What authenticity means to Lunch Club is definitely that combination of people and purpose. And so if the purpose of Lunch Club or one of the many purposes of Lunch Club is to help increase the value of the connections that you're making and the connections that you're making in general by removing some of those historical boundaries like geography or accessibility to a network. It's about the community itself and holding them accountable and helping them have the tools to make really wonderful connections and the collective purpose and outcome of those connections. So whether those be for creating new opportunity in the short term or the near term, finding inspiration, or just finding connection and having a meaningful conversation with someone. And that will definitely be a core part of our strategy and my strategy as I join the team and as we work together to build this third wave of connection. Third wave of connection. That's a nice way to put that. And there are so many different stories, of course, you're being told. We've gone over a few of them here. Sounds like you are starting to construct some of them to be put either on that splash page or over, let's say, the next year. The way I would think of that, again, I'm going back to what I normally do here, is this is a business's specific avenues to authenticity. For you all right now, it's in telling those stories of made connection and the value created as opposed to value extracted. Given the fact that you are fresh in the seat, I don't expect you to have a fully matured answer to this question, but I am curious what you believe are Lunch Club's specific avenues to authenticity. How will you tell these stories? How do you anticipate to manifest the brand? And let's use that one-year timeline just because it's it's nice to do. Mm-hmm. Well, how will I use those stories to to build the brand? I think meeting people where they are. So absolutely telling the stories on platform if we can, telling the stories across social, across in-person events when those are back in full force, across all of the different touch points that we know our members or potential members will be excited to hear them. And specifically in the moments when you're feeling as a member, either anxious or fearful. I know that 
personally, when I was filling out my lunch club uh, profile before joining the team, there was there's that moment of imposter syndrome when you're filling out your bio or you're thinking about your goals and objectives. And to me, those moments are are wonderful opportunities to remind people of not only what can happen from these connections, but how powerful and wonderful and intelligent that they are as as people too. Can I admit I felt that as well? I mean, when I was filling out the yeah. platform, I because first of all, the, you know, I joined the platform and I could fill out like all of these, like, uh, what am I interested in? What do I like to do in my spare time? All that stuff. And to be honest, in the first couple of seconds, I just skipped those. And I was like, let me just see what this, this platform is all about. All right. So I skipped by those questions thinking I'll come right back to them. The first thing I saw was a network score. And I didn't even know how they had that. I guess that's because I, well, we'll talk about how one ramps onto this platform in a second, because I do want to do that because people are probably listening to this being like, what the heck even is Launch Club? And we'll get to it in a moment. But then I went back and that imposter syndrome for me trickled in via this urge to not self-aggrandize, but certainly to like put my best foot forward and to say like, oh, I'm a, I'm a leader in blah, blah, blah. I am, I'm really great at blah, blah, blah. Even if I'm just like trying to step in because, you know, I, I'm, I'm a solopreneur, I guess. I'm a one man show and I have been for the last nine months. And so I almost feel like, God, should I even be, I mean, I'm not like, I don't have a million dollar business. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I want to make sure to show my own worth and I guess like have a worth, you know what I mean? Um, which of course will blossom as I make these connections. But it's just, it's funny that you, that you know that because like, how could you feel imposters? You're at the top of the heap. You're at the top of your telling, you're telling the stories that these guys are putting together. How do you still feel imposter syndrome now that you're at the, I mean, now that you're at a, you're at the pinnacle of a marketing at, of the marketing tree for this specific business, but you've been there for so long. Why, why do you still feel imposter syndrome? I think everybody feels imposter syndrome. Uh, yeah, I, I really, <laughs> that's a good question. I think, I think no matter what, as a human, when you are representing yourself, there's a moment of doubt. And I hope that lunch club. And I hope that whole platforms help us get over that because it's a silly thing, imposter syndrome, but it is something that unifies us in terms of a human experience for sure. I, I suppose perhaps it just at, at different, at different levels, everybody's thinking, cause like I, I've always thought in the way of like, gosh, I sure would like to elevate myself to some next level, but sort of in order to earn those conversations, I have to portray that at the beginning. Like when I, when I was doing podcasts three years ago, I, I, I wrote big brand leaders being like, I produce podcasts with CMOs. And for a while, like for the first four or six weeks, like that was kind of true because I'd have like a couple of people, right? But it wasn't like, it wasn't like today where I can go and be like, oh, I've talked to 200 folks. Like it just, I, so I guess I felt like a bit of an imposter even then. And now that I've done it a bunch, I still feel like, oh, you know, I'm not the best producer in the world. I'm not the best connector in the world. I'm not like the Gary Vee keynote level speaker, although I'd like to be at some point. Like there are, there are things along the way where I see that, um, where I see that trickling in. And it may be, solved or bandaged via some of these connections on the platform. So let's dive in there. And then I'll ask one more question about you at the very end, but let's, let's talk about lunch club, the platform for a moment. Um, how, so how does it work? I get, I get invited. Anybody can go to lunchclub.com. How exactly does it work? Cause I know it's been invite only for a while. What, uh, somebody's interested in this. What do they do? To join Lunch Club, which is a closed community, you are either invited by a friend, which it sounds like you were, or you can sign up with your email. And once you sign up with your email, you go through a pretty simple onboarding process where you share a little bit about your objectives, your goals, your interests, and fill out a small profile. 
And then after you share a little more information about yourself, we ask you to sign up for a meeting. And so you sign up for a time that you're available and you can choose to do that out of a specific location, or you can choose to connect with anyone globally. And once you make that selection, the AI does its magic. You tell us when you're free and throughout the week, depending on when your meeting is, you get an introduction to that person. And we'll share a little bit about both of you to each other. And then the hope is that meeting time still works out for both of you. But of course, people have to reschedule from time to time. We let you as the members take it from there. And that can blossom into incredible long-term relationships or at the minimum, hopefully you have a wonderful conversation and a new friend that can help you in some capacity in the future. Okay. So you get on, you get on the platform, you meet folks, you put in your interest, you have these wonderful meetings, but now I got to wonder over the last year, this virtual get together has been invaluable for folks who can't go outside. We're starting to open up a little bit. Does Lunch Club have any intentions to return at least in part to its original purpose, which was to connect people outside of the webcam. Absolutely. We have heard from our members and we've also heard from consumer research that people are really interested and excited to meet in person again. And so of course we're taking a lot into consideration, like how are people going to be able to share their comfort level or whether or not they've been vaccinated, et cetera. But we're thrilled to unveil some new features pretty soon that will allow people kind of based on your geography to have the option to meet in person. And like I said, that's how Lunch Club originally started and how so many magical meetings began. And so Lunch Club innovated very quickly when COVID hit to provide members with a virtual experience. But like I said, we're really excited to give the option to meet in person again soon, depending on where you are. Yeah, I might, I might jump in on that at least, at least a little bit. I just, there's something about that sort of in-person connection. I mean, my God, if right now, so I'm based in Arlington, Virginia in, in the DC area, even if I connect with people around here, it is so easy for me to jump on here. If I have like a 30 minute call with them and I think it's great and I'd be like, Hey, I tell, tell you what, we, we can book another Google meet or zoom or whatever, but wow, let's go to the, you know, let's go to the, the coffee place down the street. My God, I can't wait to get back to that. And I think a lot of people, regardless of their current comfort level relative given the pandemic, I think they want to get back there too. So that's good. Glad that I can still coordinate those sorts of things, or at least the connections whereby they come from through Lunch Club. That being, again, that original purpose. Let me round out with this. It's our advice column. I ask this question to everybody, and it's especially apt today, not only because it's you putting your best foot forward on day one, but also because it relates to people putting themselves out there, similar to how you would on a service that matches you for professional connection. The question is, how can you advise our listeners on how to build their own avenues to authenticity? I'm talking personally here. It seems clear from our story what you have done to build it. Your career, at least for the last four or five years, has been based on matches. You, a common connection matched you with the person that put you together with Vlad right? You did that consulting. Now you're matched together professionally and you were helping others to do so. How would you advise that people put their best foot forward, even when they may feel nervous or like an imposter to do so? So for me, the advice is to live your personal purpose too. 
And when you can connect that personal purpose to someone else or to a company's purpose or to a family member's purpose, it makes that relationship and that connection more meaningful. And it also helps you listen in a new and different way. One of our lead investors, Nicole Quinn, has a great quote that is, you have two ears and one mouth, use them in that proportion. And I've that is a saying, good quote. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> I've been saying that to myself a lot in the last few weeks, few months, because I think especially today, it's really easy to be distracted or to be pulled into other social platforms um, and not to have conversations with intent and with purpose. And when you do, and when you have those conversations with intent and purpose and optimism and positivity, even if it is a conversation that doesn't necessarily lead to an immediate outcome, it leaves both party for the better. So I hope that I can do that in every conversation that I have. And I hope that by working with Lunch Club and Lunch Club as a platform can do that for millions and hopefully billions of people across the world. I hope that it does too. Even in the last two weeks, it's been incredibly valuable to me to not only meet the people, but simply in the way that it works. So, so listeners, if anybody ends up jumping on Lunch Club, which I hope you do, like every day you are asked, like, do you want to meet this kind of person, that kind of person? And like, it gets better every single day. Like that practice, even that practice helps me define like, well, what do I really want? What do I really want to manifest? Who do I want to talk to? What purpose would I like to bring to light? And it's good that what you believe personally is matched so closely with what you are now doing. And by the way, great quote on the ears and mouth. I, I, I will go back and find that. I think I'm going to write it directly into the show notes because it's one of, one of the better quotes that I've heard here. Um, <laughs> truly. So I thank you for this. Again, everybody, as of today, this is day one. Go check out Lunch Club for yourself. You can do so at lunchclub.com. Join the community. Get invited to the community. See it. You know, I feel like it's kind of like Clubhouse. If you know somebody that's on the beat, like, hey, you're on Lunch Club. Why don't you throw me an invite? You know, they can do that for you. And from there, hopefully your stories blossom just like the ones told today. In the meantime, I look forward to seeing how this continues to proliferate. And Chelsea, thank you very much for telling your side of the story. I hope you continue to tell them as the years pass. Thank you so much, Adam. I think there is so much potential for growth here, not only online, but offline as well. I think they have a heck of a lot releasing in the next year, which maybe we can return to. For now, I really appreciate this look at Lunch Club Chelsea, and I'll be on the platform every single week that I can make it. I've left a link in our show notes, which is an invite from me to join the platform. And if you're one of the three people signed up to meet me this week, can't wait to meet you. Whether you're there or not, you can get me here every single week and you can find me on socials as well. LinkedIn, Adam Connor and Authentic Avenue. You can also write me an email, adam at authav, A-U-T-H-A-V-E dot com. And I'd be happy to network with you there, answer any questions. And if you're interested in diving into the podcast world yourself, well, I know a heck of a lot about that too. I'll continue telling stories right here. So until the next time I get real again with you, Thanks for taking a walk with me down Authentic Avenue.